Nick Ray, singer-songwriter, New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm on the MHOG podcast. And we're back. Welcome to the MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and sitting next to me in his... Is apparently an asshole. Yes. uh, His beautiful garb. We can't just, you know, have a civil discussion. Apparently, like, I'm an asshole, and I'm just trying to (laughs) contribute to the show, you know? Hey, man, hey, man, it's a joke. Uh When you you posted that on, on Facebook, I was waiting for people to jump on it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, nobody did. Well, anyway, so. jump on my anyway that's asshole, and I'm the rum guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about him. Uh, and we have a special guest today, actually, in the studio, is Mr. Nick Ray. What's happening? What's happening? What's going on, dude? Right. This isn't technically your first association with us. You did play yes. a recent uh, comedy show. You were our, our musical guest. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, I think, it was uh, really cool. I think you're doing some other stuff with us soon, aren't you? I Wayne? hope so. Well, oh, absolutely, yeah. In the in the future, I'm sure. I don't know if we have any set dates yet. Though, nothing, Wayne. Yeah, nothing yet because uh, you you were spe- specifically told me that you weren't going to come back until I think you said like uh, mid February or so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To play shows At, or something. Right, yeah, right, right, right. play some shows. Right. <clears throat> but uh, well, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. Oh, well, tell these young people out here in this lovely radio world. Uh, uh, about Mr. Nick Ray, man. In a nutshell, just a uh, uh, local warrior, I guess you'd, you'd, yeah. you'd call me. I mean, I'm just singer songwriter. Just started doing that again the past, uh, I want to say two, two and a half years. Really trying to re- reestablish myself as a songwriter. Did the did the rock band thing for a couple right. of years, and you know, and before that, I was I was doing the whole acoustic thing as well, the whole you know, uh, guitar slinger thing, but. That was so long ago, people, I think, kind of forgot about that. So, you know, once I got out the rock scene, I'm, I'm now I'm back doing what I originally was doing, you know, six six years ago. So, uh, you know, that's basically in a nutshell, really. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, the first time I ever heard you was on our show, and uh, I was uh, I was out, out front with Pickle from Pickle Scoop. We were talking, and you you started uh, your sound check was a, a song from Silverchair, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you know, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing, man. I, I pl- I've been playing that since I started doing my acoustic solo stuff, man, and it's <laughs> it's weird, but that, that song's always stuck with me because you know they got bashed in the nineties, man, for kind of like ripping off Nirvana and oh yeah, they, know, did. they did, they got oh yeah, dude, they got smashed like for people thought they were basically a Nirvana ripoff. Exactly. Well, and, then who wasn't if they are? Like, well, yeah, it's true. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, but the biggest thing about that band was, I mean, people take away their credibility for the fact they were 15 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, who really did that? You know? And, and that's probably the, the main reason I really respected that band. And I could totally see everybody's angle as far as them, you know, looking like a, a, a copy and this and that. But just like most bands, if you listen pretty close... A lot of bands have their own style, even if 
it seems like they might be, you know, ripping off this act or, uh, and this and that. But, yeah, you know. it, it's kind of well, like it, it was kind of that era, too, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, it, it was the genre. I mean, it was right around. Uh, Everyone's heavily uh, influenced by someone. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, when it came to like Silverchair and, and things like that, that whole grunge scene was very huge when uh, Silverchair came out. So, I mean, that, they just kind of, fell I won't say that it. they were grunge, but they, they fell on the cusp of that. Well, no, sure. they, they definitely weren't grunge, but they were like little kids that were probably hugely influenced in, with Nirvana and all That's those right. guys. So, of course, they're going to play something that sounds like them. Right, right. right. <clears throat> um, the band I was in, we played with them uh, here in uh, Savannah. Man, that was a long time ago. But uh, they were gr- great. It was in the guys. 1800s. Yeah, that was, before, that was after they were 40. <laughs> well, anyway, so you, you, uh, I know you have a gig coming up in Houston in uh, February. Do you have anything uh, closer? To, I mean, not that it matters because this is a nationwide audience. That's right. To, actually, it's worldwide. <laughs> it's worldwide we're, now. We're from here to Zimbabwe. Yes, sir. <laughs> right now, yes, sir. there's some some people in in uh, like India going Buddha, 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 listening to us. <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> I ripped that off of. Pauly Shore. Whatever, it's fine. Me and, me and Silverchair are good, good stands. Yeah, yeah, y'all both ripping off grungy people. But uh, what, what, uh, what do you have uh, coming up besides uh, Houston? Man, just really just uh, kind of, you know, going back and I don't want to say a show by far, but just I, I, not in the local scene as much in, in the city, you know, but my, my goal is really in the next three months, if I do do any kind of performances, it'll be in the outskirts, maybe Homa. Covington, maybe not even Covington, but possibly Mississippi or, you know. And, Try to maybe, branch out a little. Yeah, branch out. I don't want to oversaturate the city, you know. And <clears throat> plus I need to focus on, I got some some video projects going on. And, and I'm actually helping a guy that I'm doing collaborations with right now, a guy named Logan Racine, um, record a record. So I'm kind of like juggling all these different things. So, I'm you know, I try to learn when to pick and choose my battles and you know, oh, learn yeah. when to step back a little bit and, you know, focus on some things. And, you know, but by far, am I going to be um, uh, stepping away completely? No, not at all. It's just one of those things, you know, take one one thing at a time oh, yeah. as it comes, you know. So your next one is in, in on February 7th? It is, in, yeah, in Houston. Houston yeah, what's the name of the uh, venue again? B- BFE Rock Club, and it's downtown Houston. And honestly, I'd be lying to you to tell you I'm that familiar with the club itself. But I, I went on Facebook and checked them out, and they had it looked like they had a big following following that page. So I'd imagine that it's they probably do well, right? Right. You know, just from their likes. I mean, they had a you know maybe about ten ten thousand likes or more. So wow. you know, yeah. it must be you know it's got to be something yeah. exactly correct. If y'all are out in Houston, please please go check them out. Like please we, do. Like I said, we were really impressed with. Uh, with with you when you when you did our show, yeah. of course, it's always kind of a weird, um, like musical opportunity, like to follow come, the, yeah. the comedians and, and stuff uh, like that. It means oh, a yeah. nice spotlight, but then also you do have to deal with a little bit of people, like like you know they've seen the comedy show and they're kind of like, all right, I'm kind of ready to go home. So you got right. a little bit of that, you know. But we we really appreciate all the musicians that have come out. And oh yeah. What six or seven now? Oh, at least yeah. You know, because a couple of them had like dual, dual, uh, dual. D- yeah, you had two acts yeah. at, at the end. You know, they, did, you know, like our first couple, we 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 were figuring, well, it's going to be kind of like a gamble. So, since it's a rock club that we're holding in that, we'll get two acts to play at the end. But now it's it seems like people are coming out to see the comedy and the music, so it's kind of it's doing well. So we only sure. need you know one act at the end. Well, I'm not a big. I haven't had a chance to really get out there in, in our scene as far as what comedy scene we do have. But just 
picking up on that particular show. And honestly, I'd be lying to you, you know, to tell you that I'm actually I haven't been to that many comedy shows, period. Right. And that's just being truthful. You know, I'm always watching them on TV and whatnot. So to actually be there at that particular one, I, I just noticed that, you know, when you're when you're doing a comedy thing, it's a different mood. Yeah. It's a different setting. So compared to an actual show, even an acoustic show, it's 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 different, you know, all the way around. So I found that <clears throat> doing that particular gig, you know, you got your mood set one way and then you kinda gotta reset everybody into this whole music thing. So that was that was the only little transition I saw that was a little different, but it was still cool, man. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody stuck around and watched the show, so I, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was fun, man. It really was. Uh, and we did talk after the show, I remember now, letting you know that we are going to start doing some uh, some acoustic shows at the Babylon, and I'd love to get you on to do one, you know. That'd be great. It'll be a couple, like, you and another act, or, you know, whatever, and we we did one with uh, Blind Texas Marlin and uh, Chris, Chris Rico, and it went over really well. It was... You know, it was pretty cool. good. So cool. Definitely yeah, need to great. get you on one of those. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a it's a much more. And I mean, in a way, uh, Babylon. Have you been to the Babylon? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's almost kind of built for acoustic. Like right. it's always. I mean, it's an interesting show when you do see like I've only seen metal bands prior to our acoustic night play there, and it's interesting just because it's like cramming. It's like clowns getting into a car. <laughs> you know, because you have like, and just everybody's on top of this band, you know. But in a way, Babylon is kind of built for acoustic acts because it's so small and intimate. And I'm not saying that like as like to blow, you know, like oh, it's it's tiny, you know, it's like people talking about your dick, like it's really tiny. No, it's intimate. No, I'm saying <laughs> it's it's really just set up in such it's a really way, intimate. like the the lighting and all that just works completely. Like if you could see somebody shooting an unplugged video over there at Babylon. So like we were really, really happy with how everything turned out. Yeah, man, Babylon, I've actually uh used to swing in there quite a bit late at night. I swing? remember well you used to swing, huh? What's happening, well, man? Uh, <laughs> I got some secrets there, man. I gotta good. put those under <laughs> now, now, now you hear this first on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like I remember uh Vinny, man. Vinny from uh from the Scorsese's man. He used to yeah. bartend there for a little while. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing. Uh, this one one thing I'll probably never forget, and it's so weird that uh, I stopped. I stopped in there, and they had an open mic, and I was. This is back in my drinking days. I'm I'm a recovering alcoholic now. So, uh, how long you been sober, man? Uh, I'm I'm working on a, a year and a half. Awesome, congratulations. So, yeah, I appreciate it. So uh, anyway, you know, back in my days when I used to get obliterated, I I swing I swung in a Babylon one night, and. Uh, Vinny happened to be bartending, and they were doing open mic, and I, I got up there all wasted and jumped on guitar, and Vinny jumped on drums. And it kind of blew my mind because I had no idea that Vinny was such a phenomenal drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really interesting. I kind of That was one night I, really, I took away from all my drunkenness, drunken fiascos uh, at Babylon, and that was one that was really cool. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, the, the, the venue is real intimate. It's small. And, but it's cool. It's really cool. Cool vibes, you know. And I'd I'd be happy to do a uh, acoustic set awesome. there anytime. Yeah, you know? that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, the owner Robbie, he's actually singing in the first band tonight. Yeah, he's the singer oh okay, of cool. He's the singer of Ghetto Demon. So yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Which the show is over by now because this is airing the next day. 
<laughs> right. But, so flash forward. Man, that was a great show. Yeah, right well, whoo, I'm exhausted. Yeah, no. you're, you're listening to this as Rom and I are recording Radio DCP. This is the um, future. You know. <laughs> so what what made you get into music? What I mean, was there like a, a spark or like a music teacher? Pussy. Well, <laughs> I tell you, it is funny, man, but everybody knows that the whole getting laid thing is just something that kind of comes with it. Yeah. And, and, and it's really, Must it's be not nice. like... It's not like what people really think it is, but no. honestly, it could be more of a hassle than, you know, you know, it's like. Yeah, it, it must be horrible having women throw themselves. <laughs> wow, that's, well, what the fuck is that? Right. Hey, ladies, he's not a piece of meat. <laughs> he has feelings. Hello. Well, more Stop of like, it. man, is, you know, because people get these wrong conceptions of musicians, man. It's like they think that, you know, if it like, like if you're on a big, let's say a, a, a more established local level, you know. Some people can get that mixed up thinking, you know, maybe you opened up for a signed band or something. And, they, you know, these women think that, you know, you're this big deal or something, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, and, and when they come to really get to know you and find out that, man, we, you know, we're just like everybody else. Yeah. You know, we're, we're chilling, want to go home, eat fucking tuna and bread and watch Come fucking watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like describing Rum's life right now. It went from <laughs> it went from Amy was just jocking him like, "Oh, you're yeah, a big what's up, star." Girl? What's, up? what's up? Now, now they're eating tuna and they're both yeah, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Why the fuck do I have to be called Mrs. The Rum?" <laughs> no. uh, what rum? Nothing. Oh, we love you, Rummy. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I think I, I kind of interrupted you there. You were talking about like how you got into. Man, you know. I think you know if you're if you really truly love music, just like everybody does, man. I mean, you listen, you know, whether it be Black Sabbath or you know all the greats, and you, you hear these these great songs, and they get stuck in your head, yeah. and you know, help you through the day, and make you feel a certain way, and help you cope with certain certain things, and it's just an outlet, you know, to to release yourself and. You know, and it, and it stimulates certain things in, in your brain that nothing else does in this world. You know, and I think that's yeah. my, and, and that's cliche, but it's the truth. It's you know true. what I'm saying? It's pretty universal. Yeah. You know, and, and you know that, Wayne. Yeah, you dude, know what I'm saying? You know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you I know. Mean, no, he exactly really did just get in for the, for the pussy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there was no, he was like, oh, oh wait, so, I can get laid. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm Thank down. God. Thank God, these He-Man action figures aren't getting. Yeah, there, there, there is hope for me after all. <laughs> why doesn't women love Mike Gwildor? I don't know. Ask Rob. He's Gwildor. I can't believe I just said why doesn't. Like, why? why doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Yoda? You will be. Oh Jesus! Anyway, yes. so Nick, uh, what's uh, what's the big plan for 2015 for you? Where what's what's what do you got? Uh, so you said you're working on an album? Well, I've already got an album wrapped up. I didn't actually release oh, it yet, but I have an EP that's released <laughs> on iTunes and you know, and I I used um uh, uh um like CD Baby, you know. Yeah, so yeah. that pretty much gets you in all the digital stores and whatnot. So I'm on iTunes, Spotify and Google Play and anywhere you can you can pretty much download music. So I got a seven song EP out right now, and then hopefully in Pirates February. Bay. Oh, it's funny. It was, uh, I was listening. Uh, I was on uh, listening to Last FM, and uh, I, I just it was uh, the line of the, the songs I just heard were were uh, the the band Raw. Are you familiar with the band Raw? Yeah, that's funny you say that. Yeah, it's a great band. Yeah, I am right familiar after with Raw. Them. Was you really? Yes. <laughs> 
And what 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 station was this? Last FM. Last FM. It's a uh, it's an internet radio. Really? Yep. Yeah, That's it strange. was very weird because I just had, I had, uh, you know, you, 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 it's one of those things where you just pick a band that you like and then they play <laughs> songs and bands that they think that will go with that genre, that sort of thing. Ta-da! And I was like, <laughs> you know, I can't remember what I originally typed in. Anyway, but it was, it was like boom, 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 and you, you, tenth song in was raw, and then boom, number eleven, there was you. I'm like, you, you typed in. I was like, is that the same Nick Ray? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome to know, man. I appreciate you telling me. I, you know, I had no idea really. Honestly, yeah, and it, and it, was, you, it was really cool. Rum, did you type in uh, "I'm not a piece of meat, ladies"? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do, that automatically comes up. Nick, Nick Ray. Ray, yep, very top. <laughs> type that in with no punctuation. So, but it you, just says, you've done a, some I'm touring, man. I mean, you've been you've been you've been working this. Uh well, the past like a, yeah, the past two years. You know, it's funny. You know, especially when I got sober, my mindset changed, and you know, I didn't have alcohol really you know, uh, uh, diluting my thoughts and my direction and my focus. So I found that in the past two years when I when I let all that go and, and shed all that, I, I, I spent all that energy I spent on drinking and partying and this and that on, you know, trying to establish myself as a, you know, uh, I guess you could say professional musician or, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I'm pretty serious about what I'm doing on, on, on the fact that I guess, uh, I, you know, I'd like to see myself be able to, uh, support a family on what I'm doing, you know, in, in the future. And that's just m- really my main goal. Uh, all that, all the glam and glitch shit doesn't really mean anything, you know, as, as much as just being successful financially and, you know, being able to support a family at one point. That's right. Would be, you know, my ideal. Nice, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that, that, that truly is, I mean, that's, that's American dream right there to do something you love and be sure. able to. To make a living at it, you very know? true. And it's also awesome that you're getting off alcohol before you really try. Yeah, to, get out there, right? I, I mean, how many great musicians were ruined by you know, like uh, I look drugs, at like yeah. Scott Weiland, who could have been like our genera- our generations. You know, it wouldn't have been John Lennon, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, know, I agree. But, but you know, he couldn't put like the, the alcohol and the drugs down. True. Like, well, okay. you you run a lot of relationships like that, man. Business and personal. Oh yeah. And you know, Scott, you burn a lot of bridges, man. Absolutely. And you know, I, I have, I could say I've done a, a good bit of that in my drinking days. And I guess that was a wake up call to be like, you know, if I really want to be uh, treated as something, you know, serious, you know, in any kind of way, or, or just, you know, genuine, then I, I can't, you know, be showing up to gigs plastered, or right. you know what I'm saying, or promising things and not delivering and things of that nature you know what i'm saying well i think that there's also a difference like when you when you approach it from i want to be a musician that can support myself i want to make a living doing what i love and have a family and all this as opposed to a lot of guys especially when they're really young getting into it who are all about like oh i want to live that rock and roll lifestyle you know right right you know i'm james dean with a guitar you know what whatever it is well, the scary thing about that, man, if you really think about it, I mean, you know, if you live that lifestyle too long, you know, uh, to me, it's kind of scary because, you know, you, you end up with liver disease. And, oh, yeah, you know it's, a bad, it, dude, and, it's a bad and, road all the way around it. Not and, everyone's as rich as Keith Richards. Uh, can just dude, I was just about to say that. <laughs> who can afford to steal the souls of children <laughs> to extend his life. Seriously. Like, like, he's Faust yeah. himself. He, he, fucking, he does complete blood transfusions of himself and small children. <laughs> well, I think he just puts himself on tap and they bottle it. Yeah. <laughs> True, but yeah, I, I was just about to say that. It's so funny you took the words right out of my mouth. But, well, he's yeah. one of the few that, that is able like, to do that. 
and yeah. still yeah, still be alive, alive yeah, you know? exactly yeah very true you know, he's like, just, he's we, can't, we can't beat cancer but you know Keith Richards can like beat like, everything like like use exactly. 19 livers right wow. <laughs> exactly yeah true true yeah it's amazing that guy dude just, I just I honestly I just think he beat the process man he involved himself before he started being a rock star right? I think he's a vampire <laughs> yeah seriously something's going on with that guy he's a day walker <laughs> No, but really, like it's it's good that you you got you all that shit and that you're, and just you have like you have a goal. It's not just to go live like I said the rock and roll lifestyle. And I mean, what the fuck is that anyway? Like, like how many like we were talking about comedy? How many comedians have been destroyed by that lifestyle where it's just like you're on the road all the time and you're. Well, I mean, it's a little different like when you're a musician because you have a band and you have a family with you, whereas opposed to. When you're comedians a comedian, you're by just, yourself. Yeah, it's just like sure. one dude yeah. on the road all the time on one shit. I think the, I think drugs themselves are probably <laughs> more prevalent, I think, than alcohol in the comedy scene when it comes to professional comedy. Drugs, I mean, probably, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's all a personal choice. I mean, you know, some people, like, like we're definitely destroyed by drugs, but then some people... You know, it's like there's an old David Tell jokes. You have the you got the drunks and the potheads. Rarely do they meet. You know, like you're, you're kind of either one or the other. Right, right. Yeah. I, mean, I know, I know. Uh, for a long time, at least through the '80s and stuff, from like, like you think like Robin Williams and stuff, it was coke and speed, coke and speed. Oh yeah, all the time. But you, I mean, it was it's it was just, to keep up and keep going. Right, right. But we see we have to we have to be we have the anomaly on our show because rum does both. <laughs> Rum is the perfect storm of addiction. I am not. I'm the perfect storm of addiction. Oh, I'm so gonna make a meme of, of your face with that. That's funny. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, God damn. Anywho. So are we just gonna sit here and be quiet? I'm I'm having trouble breathing, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> I'm trying to catch my breath. Uh, like I don't know. Like Speak- you clean the house, but somehow like speaking the of what? Because or- it, well, yeah, it's because it's up in the air now. Yeah. So speaking of which, you're trying to kill me, Nick. How are you feeling? Because you've been sick for the last. Oh yeah, man. I appreciate you asking that, Wayne, dude. It, it's it's been a, a little journey this past week and a half. Just re- respiratory infection kind of thing kicking. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Had to get on some antibiotics and clear it all out and and whatnot, but. You know, uh, other than that, man, I'm feeling great. Awesome. You know, good, good, still, good. still a little bit lagging around, but yeah. it should be, it should be going pretty soon. That's good. Good. Man, you like, know, that shit sucks when, especially when you're a singer and you, and you got something going on in your chest and your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Absolutely. It's yeah, like smallpox has been coming out the last two months. You know, yeah. Whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Like, like what? everybody's smallpox. Been, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it was, smallpox. it ain't just, it, it ain't just a cold. Everybody's been like deathly sick yeah. for like two well, months. Hey, you know, it, it's weird you say that because everywhere I've been going, you know, that's where I work. Everybody's getting sick and I'm hearing all this stuff on Facebook and, you know, and I mean, yeah, when you, when you get to that time of year, you know, you hear that a lot. But it seems like this year is a little different. Maybe because we're we're getting uh, colder later. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, December was hot all freaking. You know, it, all it's month. all it all. It's also you know? that damn uh, jump back and forth bullshit that right. it does. Like, okay, it's it's 80 degrees today, and then tomorrow it's going to be 30. 60 or, yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, And I'm yeah. like, dude. Well, None of us can report. get, you know. Uh, true, true, yeah. They released a report on the uh, flu vaccine that was only 26% effective this year. <laughs> All right, yeah. That's why I don't take that shit. That's why I, I don't get the flu shot. My, my, you know? my, I don't, but I think that's my a poor person thing. It, yeah, my antibodies are, um, 
are good enough. They're they're about twenty six percent okay too. I, <laughs> I met his antibodies. She was she really? was not a good woman. She was okay. Antibodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was a stripper. That's why they so called her that. Whatever happened to the whole like. If y'all kept up with that whole Ebola thing that broke out in Texas, fucking nothing. It was, it was that was. Well, there, there, there was a little more to it. But every year, somebody pointed out, like every year, the government comes out with another disease that's going to kill us. Like remember when the bird flu and swine flu were going to destroy the world? And it's like it's to divert our faces to something else. They're the greatest magicians on the entire planet. Right, right. Well, Ebola is a serious thing, but the the thing that the news kept conveniently ignoring was that. Um, it's a very different thing for something like Ebola to have an outbreak in Africa in some village <laughs> right. that barely has water and doesn't have food, as opposed to a major country that that's like technologically advanced. Sure. Yeah. On the other hand, the CDC fucked up every way they could possibly when it came to handling the shit. But <laughs> you know what? That that's no pun intended. But handling the shit, by oh, the way, sorry, right, right, right. Sorry, because <laughs> that's how you get Ebola. <laughs> No, but they 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 really like they screwed the pooch at like 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 in like six too. different. Yes, you can get a bola by fucking uh, poodles. Yes, <laughs> you can. That's the name of this episode. You can get a bola by fucking poodles. And with bestiality, uh, with Nick Ray. <laughs> That's funny, man. But no, they like it's not gonna go down like that. Like yeah, like, no. We're not. We're not all gonna die in a big pile of bodies being thrown around. Right, 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 right. The the zombie apocalypse is not gonna happen. Yeah, I just remember hearing a bunch about that and it just disappeared out of nowhere. And I, I, you know, I try not to focus on those kind of things too much. So I just, you know, this is one of those things. I was curious. Yeah. Oh, look, it's like, uh, you know, they still occasionally talk about Fukushima. Like that, that, uh, <laughs> the, the fucking, the, the Japanese, Japanese thing. nuclear reactor that, yeah. like, what was it, a year and a half ago? Yeah, we're, 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 we're about to get some of the water. Right, right. They keep saying, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, the radioactive like you can't water. Eat fish anymore because, it's like it's been a year and a half. Like, how is Japan still alive? Right, right. <laughs> Where's right. fucking Godzilla now? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Come on. That's that's fucked up, and I do question like the 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 intelligence of people who have a nuclear reactor that close to water. However, <laughs> like again, how is Japan still alive? It's been two years. What? Well, you, you, you need know? the water to cool the reactors. There. That's right. You do, but you don't want to put it on top of like, like, just like, because well, I think it was be- near to the border. I think I could be wrong. Maybe I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so yeah, so what was the, the and that was like what two years ago, right? Yeah, oh yeah, at least yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe more than that because that was when um, Gilbert Gottfried got po- fired. Oh yeah, from, that's right. From, he got uh, fired. Aflac. For making the jokes about Japanese children dying <laughs> as they were dying. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear about that? No, no. I he can't. was on Twitter. He was making cracks about it as it was going down because there was a tsunami that hit Japan, yeah. and people were drowning as he was making those jokes. And Affleck, who has a large consumer base in Japan, was like, "Uh, you you can't Goodbye. be our spokesman." While you're making fun of our customers dying, and people were kind of like, hey, you know, it's a joke, he's a comedian. It's like, yeah. Maybe a little bit after it would have been okay. Right, yeah, yeah like not, give it a week, you know, all, like yeah. like let the funerals happen before you start making fun of the dead children. Uh, you know, not that I blame him, I mean, like, actually. Yeah, because dead children are fucking hysterical. They can be, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you put, like, pretty dresses on them. Yeah, and, that's like, true, you dance them up like a clown. Have puppet shows, you know. <laughs> But uh, let me guess. Too soon. 
No, no. I mean, you know, the the biggest crime with that, I always say, is like anything's permissible comedy if it's funny. A lot of the jokes weren't funny. Like, right. It was just like, uh, you know, I mean, like They're ours, just you know? Like, yeah, it is like our jokes. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's it's a weird thing. And I, I mean, I can understand a company saying, hey, maybe maybe we don't want you representing us while you're doing shit like yeah, this. You're yeah, you're pretty much well, a yeah, dick. That makes sense, yeah. You know? And then Wayne and I actually saw him like a couple of months later. Yeah. At, uh, and, he, and he also did some dead Japanese baby jokes. Oh, shit. Yeah, at the beginning oh, yeah. of the show. Well, he it's an interesting thing in comedy. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the reasoning is, but there's a thing in comedy called walking the audience. What it means is is like a stand-up goes on stage. And I, I assume it's mostly popular stand-ups, but it's probably also... like I'm sure there's local stand-ups who do it, too, just when they feel like being assholes. But essentially, you go up and you're not looking to do a set. It's you being as offensive as possible to see what it takes to get your audience to leave. It's a very bizarre thing. It's like thing. a shock value or like a shock kind of... Well, yeah. it's it's definitely a shock thing, but it's not done for shock value. It's done because the I guess the comedian finds it amusing to get people so pissed that they leave the show. And he did, what was it, an well, hour and a half? It, it stirs a- up the controversy for the next show. Oh, it's I mean, stir- nobody heard it stirred about up it besides something. us. Like we, it wasn't on the news. It made people leave. Yeah, well, but it was interesting. We were watching it. It's an hour and a half of Gilbert Gottfried on stage, and he would kind of do it like in sort of a tidal wave. Like he would have funny jokes, like actual funny jokes, and then he would kind of get like, "Oh, let me do something lame," and, and then, then he would, then it would throw go, all these awful like come in your face jokes. Right, he was just like, like, yeah, let's see how expensive I can get. Um, honestly, the best part of the night was there was some woman on the top level because we were at the uh, not the House of Blues, the, the Hard Rock, Hard Rock Cafe, Hard Rock Hotel, Hard Rock Cafe, yeah, in, um, Hard Rock Hotel in Biloxi. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and um, there the was some woman on the on the top uh, top level who was laughing like she was being administered shock treatment. She was, like, ah! <laughs> she was flipping out, and he was like. Uh, He's like, yes. <laughs> apparently, I can say whatever I want, and this woman will laugh. Watch, I fucked your mother. Yep, and, and then she would like, laugh. <laughs> and he's like, watch this. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your pussy right now. He was just like, it, yeah, like, it, it wasn't it, even jokes. He was just saying words. And just this to woman piss her was off. Like, she probably peed on herself at probably. some point. Oh, jeez. And uh, but the most interesting part of the show—that was my favorite part of the show. That was actually like I was in tears. Yeah, it was really uh, funny. The the most interesting was just watching like the jokes. people people reactions were the best for me. We had this uh, woman with her three daughters sitting next to us, and the three daughters <laughs> looked roughly of age. Probably eight, all, probably eighteen had, like, to twenty one. Nice, they all had like nights nice tits and shit, so we were kind of like staring, <laughs> and um. So the woman's there with her three daughters, and she was probably actually she was probably closer to our age. Yeah, probably <laughs> like like somewhere around thirty five to forty. Yeah, probably closer to forty. And um, <laughs> so I think forty five minutes went by, and during that forty five minutes, all these old people are getting up and leaving slowly, one by one. And you're like, okay, all right. This woman, I no, I think it was towards the end of the show. Yeah, it might have been after an hour. She gets up and she tells her daughters, "Let's go." And I was like. You, you you sat 
You sat through an hour of that? Of and, cum jokes and, and now, fucking asses and, and, and stuff. Now you're yeah. yeah, what, what the shit is like, that? Why, why what? What was so minutes? offensive that made you leave? At the very right. end, yeah. But that was the weird thing. It wasn't like he did like 20 minutes of this and people were, were suddenly like, no, I'm not, I'm not sitting through this. I'm leaving. And all left en masse. It was just like... A drip and a dribble. Like, yeah, every now like and then. You know, like like two or three people would leave. Ten minutes later, more people would leave. <laughs> they were all ready for the, the, you know, for the bird from fucking Aladdin to talk. But <laughs> it didn't happen. Well, he's no longer at the tiki, 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 yeah. room. So, so, Nick, what... Uh, so on, 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 on that on that kind of line, what do you like to come in people's faces? Do you have any, do you have any show <laughs> nightmares that you'd like to discuss? Oh, what's that? Any Rub? show nightmares? Bad shows that you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Well, you know, as a teenager, man, it was only one that sticks out in my mind. I was like a, I was, I guess you could call myself an MC, and I was just wasted and f- fell off stage. Yes. So, I mean, I, that was probably the worst. And I mean, and that's that. That's just, you know, it was funny, actually. It was more comical than anything, because like... You know, I, I really shouldn't even been on stage at all at that point. In, in, uh, Wayne knows the feeling. Yes, I, I know the feeling of falling off the stage. I've done it. No, I, meant, I meant not not having any business being on stage. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, true. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Resurrection it, it, Man. By the time you heard this, Resurrection Man tore down the house, and there's some bitch yelling, What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, callback. Yeah, it was a callback. It's funny. Um, yeah, I, I, I've fallen off the stage a couple times. Being completely hammered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, look, this will make you feel any better. The last time I was on stage, which was, what, three weeks ago? Two yeah. weeks ago? No, no two, two weeks two ago. Weeks ago. Uh, I just told this on the other day. This is awesome. Uh, but you haven't heard this. So so uh, I'm on stage. <laughs> Wait, actually, no, you were there. Yeah, it was a know, show. It, you, you, didn't, you probably didn't notice, didn't but notice, it was a show that you did. You were about to get on stage, and I was thanking the comics, and I had the microphone in front of me, and I was... Trying to like like say a few things and say, hey, you know, we got another show in two weeks. Resurrection Man returns after three years, two and a half years, whatever. But the microphone is a little above my nose. <laughs> so I'm trying to get it off so I can, you know, rather than like for some reason, I didn't think to just adjust the mic stand. No. Instead, I'm trying to pull it off and it's not coming. It's not coming. It's oh, it the, came. All it's right. Not the first time, <laughs> it's not the first time that I jerked something and it didn't come. <laughs> but um. But once you, know, you put it in your I mouth, used, I used to be on a drug, you know, uh, medication. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, no, so I'm pulling on the on the mic. Oh yeah, it's not coming, and finally it pops off, and I hit myself uh, both in the tooth and on the lip. It was beautiful. I just punched myself in the face with the all, microphone. All you heard was "fuck," <laughs> <laughs> and I I kind of looked around. People were staring at me and laughing. I was like, "Yeah, that just that just happened." All right, I'm gonna get off the stage. Welcome, Mr. Nick Ray. Mr. Gray, he'll be up in a second. You know, so it was, uh, you know, and I, I don't drink. I, I, I'm not. I, I don't ever drink. So that was completely sober. So <laughs> yeah, you know, the dick sucking was too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You just said you don't drink, so it's completely sober. I, I might have been on, you know, you, you, Advil. You imbibed on some Advil. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. yeah. Well, I mean, I can relate to. That. I mean, I've had. You know, instances man, where where they don't ground the fucking mics, dude. Oh. Yeah, you know that, Wayne. It's oh, like buzzing your lips all fucking oh, yeah. night. Yeah. Ah, fuck. yeah, yeah, dude, I hate that. Ridiculous, shit. man. Yeah. Uh, actually, we had. Um, it wasn't me. It was uh, my old guitar player, Brett, who actually he lives in Pennsylvania now. Um, he was in a band called Dead by Wednesday in the early '90s, and uh, they were playing at Zeppelin's, 
And something I miss happened. That club, by the oh, way, I dude. do too, man. It was one of my favorite places in the world. Absolutely. Well, when he was playing, he went to grab the microphone because he was playing guitar and singing. Well, the fucking stage, somebody had spilled water for the band before. Oh, come on. He fucking stuck to the mic because he was he was elect- getting electrocuted on stage. They had to push, like, like hit him, hit him with, with something, something yeah, to get yeah, him yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, dude. Jeez. It was that's fucked up. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's one of the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrible, man. Yeah. So, I mean, club owners, please, ground everything. Seriously. Yeah, man. I mean, It fucking can- sucks. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Rum? What about Rum's you? Like, yeah, that's funny. Well, Rum's like, funny. yeah, Most that electrocution story is a bunch of pussies. Me was, uh, uh, we got, um, I was uh, playing, uh, playing bass, and uh, the guitarist, uh, Rick, got close close enough, and, and for some reason, my pickup was fucked up, and uh, arced. Uh, and vis- you ever see like a Tesla coil? You know yeah. how it has that electrical goes across? Yeah. It went from my bass guitar to his guitar and zapped him. And when it zapped him, I pulled the string really I, I mean, it shocked me and pulled the string really hard, snapped the string at the uh, at the bridge, and it came up and slit his throat. What? Oh, yeah. I remember you did tell me that story. Yeah. yeah. Just well, so now, you know, when Nick, it slit his throat, I mean, was that a serious cut? Or, I mean, uh, it, went from, it went from the uh, his left ear the whole way down under his chin across his throat. Down to the top of his shoulder because it was a uh, bass string, so it was yeah, pretty the, thick. The bass string it was the uh, it was the uh, it was the D, I think. True. Anyway, but it uh, it popped and got him good. And we had a tie towel around his neck, and he had to go get stitches. Just wow. so you know, this sort of thing happens in Rum's vicinity. <laughs> Rum's, Rum's, Rum's world <laughs> is, is not, dangerous. Oh, yeah, this man. is not like uh, like oh my god, I can't believe it happened. That's like. Typical day it's of Thursday. World, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, it's Thursday for Rum. <laughs> there's, there's a reason that Rum lives in Savannah and we live in New Orleans. It's the only way we can stay safe. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty nightmarish day. But yeah, we did we, we finished the song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What else? Well, <laughs> well, I didn't know he was bleeding that bad. I looked over it. It kind of looked like a like a cheap uh, horror film effect. It was like it was no blood. Then all of a sudden, when I looked back, it was like trickling down. And then his shirt was just covered, and he's looking. I said, man, are you okay? He's like, oh, shit, dude. <laughs> just, just so you know, the, the movie's Final Destination 1 through 5 are actually based on Rob's Rob life. life. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Tony uh, Todd is the character that, that, that is, like, Rump. literally. Rump. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, Rum still gets calls from Tony Todd over once in a while. He's like, for, he's like, hey man, this is Candyman. Um, I need you to do something for me. What happened to you this week? We're filming another Final Destination. Speaking, it happened to me this week. Uh oh. Yeah, I got one. What you got? Did I you get stabbed by a junkie time. again? No, I, I actually lost my temper this time. Oh, good. This is uh, fun. Yeah, uh, much, much, much like. Well, not really much like the when I was down there last time when I. Speared the freaking. Oh yeah, yeah. You tackled the dude. That was funny. <laughs> so wait, what tackled the guy? What happened with that? I, t- I, t- I tackled a cab driver down in the quarter. Oh okay. Why's that? Uh, he was because he, he fucked with the rum. It's kind of a. It's a long story. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, it was during the freaking um, fucking football it was game. A football game for a, what they was had everything it? blocked off. The and traffic Christmas wasn't show. moving. Right. And the only clear street was the street that this uh, taxi was parked in with his lights flashing. And he was. We were sitting in the car. It must have been at least eight minutes. No, no guy in the taxi. So I got out. Another guy saw me get out of the car. He got out of his car, and we started looking for the guy whose taxi this was. And he, I found him, and he said that, you know, 
uh, it was his cab, and then I go to leave. I, I was like, "You need to move your fucking cab. You're blocking the street, dude. You've been that, we've been waiting for like ever. Now let's go." He said, "I'm waiting for my girl," and he's told me not to touch his cab. I was like, "Well, fuck that." So we go out. <laughs> the guy was like, "Who is it?" I said, "It's a guy in there." I said, "Let's move this fucking car." So we popped it in neutral, and we pushed his damn his taxi up the street and out of the way. Well, he comes out, and he was pissed off, and then he ended up throwing a bag of trash at me, and then I turned and ran at him, and. He was thinking he I was you know he, I was going to stop but I didn't and ended up laying him out. But uh, this week, um, it was during was the gonna, it was during the that was all was during the um, New Orleans Bowl. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this week, uh, driving down the road and uh, minding his own business. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing like you know I'm just doing the speed limit. It's like 45 and a 45. Right, right. Yeah, something. you just hanging I was out. Ready to make a right hand side a right hand turn. This car whips out from behind me. These two two people, one a chick and this dude, real skinny, kind of wiry looking dude, and this real big girl. And they pull up, and I have my window down. They were a number ten. They were a number ten, side by side. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck you do?" They were hammered. I mean, they were hammered. And they took a beer bottle and threw it out the window at. Me. Awesome. Well, it went through my open window. Nice. And landed on my seat. Oh, so I was in the middle of making real. my right-hand turn when this happened. So I pulled <laughs> back out, and I'm pissed. I got a little road rage going on. And they went up about a block and a half and made a ride into the liquor store. It's like, that was a mistake. So I get out. I'm freaking purple because I'm pissed off now. <laughs> I pulled my car right up in front of them. So because they pulled to a through space, you know, they pull in and you pull up to the next one. And somebody pulled in behind them. So I pulled in front of them so they couldn't move their car. And she's looking at me, what are you going to do? I said, you throw – and I'm swearing out of camera what the hell I said. I was so pissed. I probably made up words. <laughs> but I, had, I took their beer bottle, and I threw it at their fucking window. And I, I baseball smashed that sucker right across her windshield. Oh, wow. And the, and the girl, oh, my God, what you doing? And he, she's yelling at the guy, get out, kick his ass. And he can't even get out of his car because he can't find the handle. <laughs> she sounds like little Nikki. Papa, you're shaking is good. <laughs> it was uh it was like an old uh like an eighties old well not eighties, maybe nineties Oldsmobile cutlass, you know, with the yeah. plastic purse. So I'm I'm pissed off and she's yelling at me and I just start pushing on their car and I'm pushing on their car. And it was already kind of a piece of crap anyway. And I'm and I ended up getting so mad I, I pulled their bumper off the front of their car. Rum smash <laughs> <laughs> Rum no like drug whore. No. The guy at the liquor store comes running out and uh, he's like, what the hell's going on here? And I told him what happened and, and the guy got out of the car and I'm holding their bumper and he wants to get out of the car and I'm threatening him to hit him with this fucking bumper I'm holding. Rum hit so, you with bumper. <laughs> so like, as I said, they were pretty messed up. So he, he decides he's going to back up and there's a car behind him. So he just keeps running into the car, trying to push the car out of the way. So they got the guy from the liquor store making the phone call to the police. I'm standing there holding a the bumper. I don't know what I was thinking because all I could think of was I need to get my fingerprints off this bumper. <laughs> so I'm like, this, mother, this motherfucker get, is wiping the bumper, the bumper off. off. Yeah, he needs no. to get the indentations of his fingers out of the bumper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By so bumper, he means her ass. So he's buffing and waxing. He's buffing her and ass. waxing. Her ass. So I, I threw the bumper underneath the front clip of their car. Nice. And I left. Rum dispose of evidence and run from scene. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if the dude in the liquor store would have ran out and you would have said, get back inside. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that fault, but I was, I was so freaking mad, man. That's so awesome. Why do people got to be dickheads all the time? 
I know. Rum, you realize this constitutes evidence in a court of law. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were drunk. They so were this, drunk. This so happened in New Jersey, right? Yes. Describe me. In Hoboken? Yes, it, was, it was in New Jersey. <laughs> in Hoboken, that's right. Hoboken. See, kids, this is why you don't drink, because rum will attack you. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. God damn! Were you were you uh, drinking, sir? No, I wasn't. I was actually uh, going to get some dinner. I had gotten off work, and I figured oh, nice. oh, I'll go over here and get some. So I was in my work clothes. Sweet. That makes Don't... it even more more harder probably to deal with when you're sober, having to deal with drunken assholes. Yes. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just but, wait till uh, later, know, people. On, on the bright side, I ended up going back to that liquor store a little later. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave him free liquor. <laughs> Welcome to Red Hot Pussy Liquor. How can I help you? But that was that was pretty much the only th- major thing that happened to me this week, which is fine. No. Yeah, I don't think I really had anything major happen this week. No. Adam, who'd you beat up? Uh, I didn't hurt anybody. Uh, no, no one. I, I mean, I had a few, a few incidents like at Walmart, and uh, nice. and I got oh, in a little, go. I got in a little trouble with the comic shop. You know? Oh yeah, you did do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I was gonna wait till the end of the show. I mean, do are we? Yeah, go ahead. You do it to comic yeah. shop. Okay. Well. I didn't exactly get he showed, in he showed didn't exactly his balls to a little trouble. kid. So, so ladies and gentlemen, what? we'd like to introduce a new segment on the show called "Tell Me If You Think This Makes Me an Asshole." <laughs> um, now, I would like to put it out there because a few people mentioned like that I should get theme music. Like Mandy mentioned, maybe we should use Dennis Leary's "Asshole." Nice, um, but, weird. but you know, we're trying to take this show bigger and maybe one day get sponsorship. So we don't want to. You know, we don't want to use music that we we don't have any license to use or that we have to pay for. So if anybody out there wants to write a song for tell you, you know, like a short little like ditty for tell me if you think this makes me an asshole, we're more than happy to uh, to accept submissions. So. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, Nick Ray. So this is I'm uh, game. I'm game. Bro. <laughs> well, Nick is I'll actually join. Be- join. I'll, I'm. I'm. I'm down for the for the cause, man. Sweet. We, we would love you. In fact, uh, you're going to be playing a little music before we we get off the air too. You know, uh, I think that was the the old. Oh no, no, no! He actually can't because of his throat. So he's not. Gonna, uh, he's oh not yeah, gonna yeah. Do not actually anything live. I mean, I didn't know if y'all wanted to play something off a record or anything, but I brought I brought a bird bird disc that we no, could no, use. No, no, no. Uh, you gave me a. You actually gave me a CD. We yeah. So we're we gonna we're gonna add that to the from end. Cool. That's cool. So, well, so, um, so there's uh, now this is comic book related. So there's this um, two there's these two writers, a husband and a wife. Uh, one's named Matt Fraction, the other is Kelly Sue DeConnick. Now, uh, while uh, Matt Fraction, there's a few things I like. I'm not a big fan of his, but whatever. Kelly Sue DeConnick, I'm not really a fan of at all. Nothing against her. She's just, you know, I'm not really interested in the things that she writes. But I'd say there aren't two writers who are more forced down the throats of, of people who read comics these days than the two of them. And part of that is because they're married. Not not that they do it, but that the comics companies that, you know, sell their comics do it. And um, so Entertainment Weekly did a story on them, referring to them as the first couple of comics. Now, my thing is, uh, when I saw this posted by Image Comics, uh, my thing was, why are you posting this? Like, no one, like, we're not interested in that. Or, like, if you want to post something about their comics that they're coming out, a story about that, okay, 
I'm interested. Now, bear in mind, I didn't read the story. Maybe that's in there somewhere. But the, the headline was the first couple of comics. Now, what I should have done probably was express that as I just did now, that like this isn't what comics are about. Like We're not interested in the behind the scenes. They're not celebrities. It's not Hollywood, you know? They're it's, not rock stars. It's a story when, when Brad Pitt's fucking Angelina Jolie or when he marries her. It's not a story when two writers get married and they were actually married before they became famous. I should have expressed it that way. But because I'm me, I wrote uh, on uh, Image Comics Facebook page, no one cares what Matt Fraction does with his dick. (laughs) Now, (laughs) because I'm me, again, well, let me say that like five minutes later, whoever's running that page for Image responded with the words, that is completely inappropriate in this setting. To which I thought, for Facebook? I don't think you know what Facebook is, dude. But <laughs> because I'm me, I then screen captured that and posted it on, uh, on my wall oh, nice. with the heading of, I'm willing to concede I was maybe a little bit out of line here. <laughs> and, uh, so, image image blocked me <laughs> and deleted the comment. That's awesome that you got, then got, got blocked by an entire comic book business. Right. Now, the be- whole company blocked him. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> right. Now, before I um, noticed that they had blocked me, I then got a message from my boss saying, you cannot leave comments like that on comic sites, Facebook pages, when you're listed as working for us. And it was at that point I was like, oh, shit, right, I do work for you. I forget sometimes, and I apologize, and I went to go take it down, but they'd already blocked me. Now, I don't know, tell me if you think I'm, it makes me an asshole. Look, I, I maybe didn't express it in the most polite manner, but, I mean, I'm right. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know, dude, I can't. That, no. that. That was I don't. Something. I don't think you. You're an asshole for saying that. Well, Laddie was right. like fucking right, dude. Lee. He's like, like people should talk like this all the time. Just yeah, no, dude. I'm right behind you. Fucking fuck yeah. And and uh, as Laddie now gets fired from IDW. <laughs> oh well, no, he he's smart. He separates his business life. Well, that's true. And and that, actually, and, and, I I deleted the company as being me being an employee just in case I do something like this again. <laughs> Not that I'm planning to, but. Uh, although, by the way, uh, Laddie's still suggesting that I send uh, Miss JoJo uh, pictures of my cock. I think you should. I, I <laughs> vehemently disagree. I'm right there with you. Uh, Maybe well, you're there might, with him. You're not there with me. You might. You might. Um, she might turn a cheek right onto your penis. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> but, but like I said, I also had like a one incident at. Um, well, I actually had a couple incidents at Walmart. Only one of them I'll talk about. But, um, yeah, because you, you don't want to put rape on the cast again. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, no, this is um, this is this doesn't really. It sort of falls under like. Tell me if you think this makes me an asshole. Not exactly though. So uh, I'm at Walmart and uh, I was picking up uh, cupcakes for Wayne's birthday. Yay! <laughs> so metal, so fucking metal. Metal <laughs> cupcakes. And uh, so they have BBs in them. Ooh, I'm over. I'm, and, <laughs> It gets better. I'm over by the olive oil line. Yes! Like, plane. Olive oil! And Sorry. 
this woman who looks like she's yeah this woman who looks like she's in her 80s sees me grabbing like bertoli or some shit like that no no i I gave her the shocker um (laughs) two in the pink and one in the sink anyway he does it reverse though two in the sink one (laughs) in the sink yeah well you know which one's going to the pink yeah you know that so so this old woman sees me grabbing like a bottle of Bertoli or some shit like that, and she's like, "Why did you choose that one?" And I was like, "I was telling her, uh, yeah, well, they, you know, the from what I understand, a lot of those like virgin, extra virgin, it's all the same shit, and they just tell you it's different, right, 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 to make more money." And so the woman's conversing with me. I'm not really even intending to talk with her, but she's an old woman, and I'm not going to like be rude and like oh, fuck off, bitch, you know, and leave, <laughs> you know. So tell me anything <laughs> that makes me an asshole. I'm not, you know. But uh, so this woman behind me. With her uh, daughter, who's pretty cute and about our age, goes, excuse me, sir, excuse me, because I was blocking her way, and I realized that, now I was in the wrong, but she was pretty fucking insistent, so when I got out of the way and she she walks past me, now, uh, and describe this woman, I just want to say, I'm not saying that one's haircut makes one a dyke. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a strong indication, you, though. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's we kinda... don't say that. We call them lady fishermen. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Justin Bieber's. <laughs> Just... I'm not saying that one's haircut makes one a dam, but uh, <laughs> in an English town. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, she eats pussy for sure, and uh, she was pretty angry. Maybe it wasn't her daughter. Love Montreal. Maybe not. Maybe maybe that's just like her little piece of ass. Well, yeah. You know, I fuck. I respect her now. Like I got a little bit of <laughs> man, like, man respect. What? She was, she was kind of Sarah Chalk looking, the the little hottie. But anyway, so the, as the woman's pushing past me, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then I realized I was like, but you know what? You were kind of a cunt about You're it. Like, fuck you, you know. Dyke. Because she wasn't like she wasn't like. Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. Can I get through? She was like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> You know, so she she goes past me, and I was like, I should have said something to that cunt, but I didn't. And uh, I go on upon up going about my business, and Walmart's fucking packed. So like, it's one of those situations where yeah, yeah, well, and there's like no lanes. You got no one, lines. you got I mean, one thing open, and that's it. Right, yeah. right. Check out, yeah, one <laughs> no, check out. All open. They were still packed. It was one of those days. Oh, oh shit. okay. Even though it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, do people not have jobs? But uh, apparently, apparently, as he says that in line at Walmart. <laughs> well, so so I get in line and uh I'm waiting and I look over and uh there's the the young lady from an English town's dam. Um nice. <laughs> I say young, she wasn't young, she was old as fuck. But um so this woman Cunt. is is behind uh she's standing in line with her her young piece of ass. And um, oh, yeah. there's this woman, uh, a uh, black woman who looked like she was about 50, wearing 50. one of those like shawls that Muslim women wear. Muslims. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I'm stressing everything you're saying. Apparently. Not that stressful. Anyway. Apparently. So she's wearing like one of those like shawls that Muslim women wear. Not not the ones that cover your whole face. Alberta. The ones that you wrap around. Dude, I will stab you with my fucking... Is it a burka? I will give you the shocker. No, you won't. Thank you. I don't want the shocker. Anyway, so... What, pussy? It was a sorry. What? A sorry. 
Alright, fuck it. Story's <laughs> over. Yeah, come on, finish, oh, it. finish oh, your story, oh, man. Come on. Look, I was telling you really, what it was called. It was, he's, re- sorry. he's really into it. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, he must be really into it because like we made this story that's like two minutes like into <laughs> 45 to a, a harrowing long. journey. It's like going to see a fucking Chris Nolan movie at this point. <laughs> and it's well, where started, is he? He started talking about Virgin Old Dude. I just you know I kind of locked in on that. Where so is I'm, he? <laughs> but anyway, like so, so this woman in front of her is like I don't know if she was counting out food stamps or what, but she was taking her time, and the the bitch behind her, fucking young English lady with, with behind a dam. Yes. Is like fucking livid. She's just like you can tell. She's kind of like like she's pacing a little. She got that anti move. Yeah, she's just like and her lips sort of curling in on itself, and she's sneering. Maybe she was having a stroke. I fucking hope Hope so. so. (laughs) I hope so. And I was just sitting there, and I was really annoyed because I didn't have that much stuff. I only had like six or seven things, and uh, I was ready to go. But I was like, you know what? So worth it. (laughs) <laughs> so worth it. Finally, the the woman in front of her gets done, and she does her shit. And the thing was that was pissing her off was she only had like two or three things. And like, this old so, lady had this taking all this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like fucking pissed. And the old woman with the shell kind of parks out front when she's done. I don't know if she was waiting for somebody. Right. Or she was looking through her shit. The, the, the fucking dyke. <laughs> she walks past her, stops, turns around, and gives her a dirty look, and then walks off. Are you kidding me? Uh, and I started laughing hysterically. Oh, I was like, ah! ah! <laughs> I was like that bitch peeing on herself. And, and, and the fucking You're like, concert. snatches! And we've come full circle. Snatches! <laughs> so. That's funny. Oh man! I mean, there's so many. St- I, I, I'm sure everybody's got a Walmart story. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, there's that so place many is rid- a madhouse. <laughs> there's so much ridiculous shit that goes on in a Walmart. True, true. It's like, yeah, because I mean, it's just the family. I mean, you know, everything's there, and the family, well, especially, are, you know. especially later. You know, when you get when it starts sure. to get dark. Yeah, right. Walmart's like like there's a is a freak show. You need to and go to you need to go to a Walmart in like a. Like the only store in this in the town is the fucking Walmart. Did you midnight. see that woman slept in Walmart? <laughs> I bet you that's, uh, that's intense. I can imagine that's some good stuff there. What, bro? Did you did you see it was in the news? Uh, the uh, lady was sleeping in Walmart for for at least two days. That's awesome. Wait, that sounds and like that, that movie. And no one, and no one stopped it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that was well, dude. That's it was one of my favorite movies. It was like that guy who was going into uh, Walmart saying he was a fucking podiatrist and. All he was doing was he's helping women put their shoes on so he can smell their feet. <laughs> I'm serious. Jeez. I read the article, dude. Sounds, sounds like a fair trade. I mean, he would go in there and like smell their feet and rub them and lick their feet and put shoes on. Oh god! Well, can oh. we go back real quick to what Nick said? Uh, What's one of that? my favorite movies. He mentioned like this, this. That's very similar to what happened in the movie, which actually is based on a book called Where the Heart Is. They licked the girl's feet. No, the part about sleeping in Walmart. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. Um, it's about this chick who uh, her she's pregnant, and her the guy who got her pregnant abandons her at some small town at a Walmart. Right. And she ends up hiding out until like she ends up having the baby in the Walmart, and uh, it's a fucking. <laughs> I, I call the movie, like, I think the subtitle should be, and then something horrible happened. It's the whole movie. I love this movie, and I don't know why. Sometimes I'm watching, I just depress myself. The whole movie is, and then something horrible happened. And then things are okay for a little bit, and things kind of settle out. And then something horrible happens. But then everything's okay. And then someone's child gets raped. And then it's everything, you know, it's like, okay. And then someone loses his legs. And then, 
the whole fucking movie. Look, dude, it, coming from you, who who doesn't like Bridesmaids because it was a depressing movie. This movie, you're less, good, but you're gonna go watch something purposely to be depressed. This movie is less depressing than Bridesmaids. Though. How is that? You just described the fucking horrible. You described what happened at the Superdome for Katrina. Because it's, <laughs> it's somewhat amusing. Really, people getting raped. Well, that's that's funny. Well, I mean, you didn't really get raped. It was just a movie. Oh my god. Uh, Rum. I, I I can't even. I don't even know what to say. One that he even brought up that movie. Two, you brought up Bridesmaids. I was like, wow, those are two of the less manly movies I can possibly think of. Right <laughs> now, you're just talking about. All right, Nick Fury. Hey, Nick Fury is awesome. <laughs> Hasselhoff. No. 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 All right, Nick. What, if you had to pick one, is your favorite movie? The Notebook. <laughs> that was awesome. I was, and I without was, even he- dude, really without like, even hesitating, that was the best. I really like. Well, we're on the we're on the subject of bride names and the red heart is, so I just figured I'd chime in, make him he, feel better. He named the most manly movie ever. <laughs> I actually really enjoy the Notebook. Yes, I right, so seriously, ser- like on a serious note, though, man, I'd have to say my favorite movie, and this is going to be cliche, but it's Evil Dead. Oh, that's a and great I, movie. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people get chimed yeah, in. It's yeah. called Classic. You know, uh, Bruce you, you Campbell. Talking about, you talking great. about the Bruce Campbell? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. No, definitely not that remake shit. But yeah, it uh, was definitely one of my favorite movies growing up. Too. Great, great movie. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it, that was that set the the mood for the whole comedy and horror being you know mixed and inter, and interlaced together and. You know, Sam Raimi did a great job with that, and yeah. you know he's I, come a long way. Oh yeah, I think yes. a, a close second to that might be Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> but I'm not manly. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna throw not manly sticks yeah, at somebody. You better start grabbing some. Yeah. You're throwing it yourself. Lemonade Mouth. That was, that was an amazing movie. movie about about music and about a band coming together. Mm-hmm. Determinate coming together on each other. <laughs> so it, it was a, it was it was life changing. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> that's why that's why Rum's gay now. So tell us what is going on tonight, Wayne. Wayne, why do we need to know what's going on tonight? Well, it's a it's a big night for you, Wayne. It's it's is, it is, but you know what? Honestly, it's, it's every it's everyone over. it's going to be over by the time they hear this. Well, but th- just tell them. I mean, well, just in case. Tell the time them actually. The show went. You know what? By the time you guys hear this, I will have actually had my birthday because my birthday is actually tomorrow, or the day this goes out, Sunday. <laughs> so yes, I'm turning forty. I'm old. I know. No. He's <laughs> like, nah, nah. I, I, I refused. I, yeah. I, it, I mean, it's. I guess it's to all the eye to behold, no matter how you feel about it. But that's true. You know, it's all. It's know. all a mental thing. I feel exactly. like Wayne's old. Right. You know, look, I, I physically feel like I'm eighty, <laughs> but I'm mentally eight, so it's okay. <laughs> it equals itself out. You, know, you just got to do what I do, man. You got to treat your body like a temple. Yeah, a fucking temple full of drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> I want to treat my body like it's a sandals resort. Wait, wait. <laughs> no one said anything. Rum, rum treats his body like the Temple of Doom. That's what it is. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what Mrs. The Rum calls his penis. <laughs> I thought it was short round. No, that's the worst part. <laughs> so, 
say, but it's wrong. <laughs> I'm not. Wayne, uh, yes, how, long, sir. how long has it been since uh, Resurrection Man's done anything, man? Uh, about three years. Roughly. Roughly about three years, yeah. Yeah, y'all were big. Y'all were, y'all were doing your thing back then, man. I know, man. We we were picking up steam, and then uh, we went in to do the second record, and just... What, what's going on with the recording thing, man? Uh, it's almost done, actually. Uh, we have... Uh, bass needs to be recorded, and my vocals, and that's it. Where y'all try? Are y'all doing this home studio stuff? Or, um, Jimmy uh, from uh, Four Mag Nitrous. Okay. Yeah, he's recorded us. So oh, yeah, okay. so we're going through him. What? Yeah, oh, going cool, through. cool, Nick, cool. Nick Ray's a way, way better interviewer than we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He actually. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's you know, it's just a mutual, you know, uh, it's a musical thing. Yeah, man, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you know how rum is and. Him being drinking and gay and, you know, <laughs> you yelling at old people in the fucking Walmart. <laughs> the, um, are you, you still using the practice space over there where you were before or is it somewhere new you guys? No, uh, actually, we actually used um, uh, Babylon. Uh, uh, Robbie okay. let us, you know, let us practice there. Oh, cool. Yeah, every Saturdays from, I think, from the beginning of, you know, last month just so we could get our shit together. So that was really nice of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So we got the we got the practice, which I was really rusty. <laughs> well, I mean, three. I mean, have you done? Have you been keeping up musically with anything in those three years? Or not really, yeah. man. I mean, well, you know, other than going to shows and stuff, but actually performing now, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was kind of like it's like a shock. Yeah, it, it yeah. was the first practice was fucking rough. Right. Right. But well, after I mean, you know, after yeah. a while, it was okay. You know, yeah, you break yourself in and you know start. Uh, Building the pipes back up and whatnot. Yeah. I, I think it, about by the third, like serious third practice, it was just like we never stopped playing. So, oh, that's yeah, that's so was, cool. was it, it? Did it? Did it fall into place? I mean, oh yeah, it dude, it was perfect. Awesome. So tonight's gonna be actually really fun. Cool. Uh, we got. And it'll be too drunk to remember it. No, I won't. I won't actually because I'm not gonna drink until uh, we go on stage. So that's that's what my rule is. It's, because last time. I played, I was fucking obliterated, and I don't remember anything. Well, mine was kind of, my, my, my rule with that was kind of similar. It was more, though, of waiting until the show was over, and, like, as soon as I got right. on stage, I'd grab, you know, a couple, and, you know, but I always had, a, I admired people that could drink a little bit and go up there and perform, because it, for some reason, it just never really sat well with me, actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm maybe every grade nine and would drink a little something before, but it was right. very rare, you know. But I was mainly, as soon as I got off stage, then I'd tear it down, you know. Oh, man, we 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 actually, uh, when I turned, what was it, 30, I think 33. For the was, second time, yeah. Shut up. That was, the, that was the year I told when I fell off the stage. The whole, all right, we had a 35 to 40 minute set, okay. That's, that's all we had. Well, we got on stage, and it was at the bar. And the bar was packed. I mean, the whole, it was all the way to the back door, you know, and, and, and we're up there. And yeah, by the time we got on stage, we probably, all of us probably consumed enough alcohol to kill somebody. (laughs) And, uh, the set lasted about two and a half hours. Oh. (laughs) And we only had 45 minutes worth of music. So how did that come about? In between songs, we fucked with everybody in the whole place. It was. It was one of the most memorable drunk he shows ever. He, he literally <laughs> fucked everyone. Yeah, I did. the whole place there was, was. There were midgets. There it, was, were, it was just. I smashed somebody when I fell off the stage. It was great. Oh, wow. I'm really happy that you won't be drinking uh, until later in the show. Oh, yeah. That way I can get uh, through the night without seeing your balls. <laughs> you won't. I, I promised. 
I'll get on stage and say, Adam, this one's for you, and pull my balls out. And that'll be it for Buck Lightning with the MHG podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having respiratory problems. At the moment, so. But so it should cool, be though. it should be fun, and uh, hopefully everybody who's listening to us now went to the show and enjoyed themselves. And well, I'm I didn't sure act too much. Be taking some video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old. There's going to be video, I'm sure. I know there'll be a lot of pictures. That means we have no idea. Yeah. Not. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's no video camera. I don't know anybody's bringing a video camera, which would be nice if they did. But I don't I'm know. sure there'll be a lot of smartphone stuff, man. Yeah, just like in every, you know. You'll get you'll get YouTube video everywhere. Right. Gotta right. love those smartphones, huh? Yep. Exactly. I'm a, I'm gonna take mine on stage and videotape the crowd. There you go. Just uh, duct tape it to the bike stand. Yeah, it'll be my GoPro. <laughs> GoPro. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> An iPhone GoPro. Just glue it yeah, to man, myself. You know what I found? Tell me if you feel the same way, Wayne. I feel like Twist has kind of took the the whole, you know, like Fat City scene. Oh, yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? Like that's the extension that, of what Fat City was. Right. You know what I mean? Because first we had Zeppelin's in. Zeppelin shut down. Everybody went to the bar. bar. Now Fat City's completely, completely gone. gone. And now, you know, and I remember Keystones for a while, that, that bar yeah, yeah, after Keystones. Yeah, we played, we played at Keystones for a little bit. Keystones was doing it for a little while, but that bar that was the same place, but I forgot the name of it, that took over Keystones. Yeah, I know what you're talking they about. They kind of did some they stuff did. just for a little while. Yeah, and then, much. Yeah. And then it seems like Twist now is like the place to go in it, Metairie. It's it the is. only place almost it's like in a way. Exactly. It's the right. only place in Metairie that you can actually... Hear live music, really? Right, and well, all the good. I mean, what the good was bands. the? Yeah. I remember you, was us talking about this in Fat City. The first time I came down there, I got to go to Fat City, which was probably the last time anybody really went. To Fat and that, City. hey, you know what? And that was that, that was that was the show um, when that I turned thirty three. Yeah, that was that was the drunk show. Hmm. Yeah, well, then that but wasn't the last time because Fat City. There was there's some pretty cool bars. Where are those bars now? Are they all gone? They're gone. Yeah, completely. Everything's gone. Shut down, yeah. They're all I mean, different things what's now. What's in those places now? Uh, Businesses yeah. and yeah. T shirt shops, um, like little restaurants and right. all kind of other shit. Actually the bar, the bar that's across the street. The bar turned into a damn um a hot dog joint. Well across from that was that, that place that I hung out for a little bit. Cheers? Was like, oh no, no. Cheers? No, he's talking about um or- No, no, Pat's Pat's pub. No, it's not what no? Pat's. We, Pat's is Cam- open. Camelot. Pat- Camelot was, wasn't that what? That was a strip club, no, wasn't it? Camelot's. No, they uh, took over, over Zeppelin's, Walmart. right? Didn't Camelot take over Zeppelin's? Yeah, you're right. Camelot, yeah, Camelot did Camelot take over Zeppelin's. Yeah. I was at the Camelot, I remember, because it had like yeah, a weird stone bumpy facade. Yeah, you weren't, you, you didn't get, you didn't get to see Zeppelin's at the time. You'd never seen Zeppelin's. This was, this was, when Camelot took over that place, they went, they did something completely different. So I don't know. I've, I've never Well, been he in saw there. the layout of what it right. was, but yeah, yeah. It was a different bar. But, I mean, um, it was it, that that bar was kind of cool. The the, the, the only you know. one that's still open is Pat's Pub. And that was down from there. That's exactly across from where the bar is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the only bar left in Fat City. Radio Gold. Um. Yes, it is. Radio now, Gold. do they do shows? No, it's just a bar room. What about that one that we looked at? What happened to that place? It never reopened. Never reopened. Nope. Because they passed all that we, ordinance and stuff. We didn't buy into because we would have been shut down. Yeah, I know. I know. It's because they passed all that ordinance and stuff, and now... And the the, the lesbian gay club that was... That, a, that's right gone, too. To it. Rainbows. Gone. gone. I feel like I'm in heaven. <laughs> Take me away. Wow. Nick Ray <laughs> has taken me to heaven with his, with his, with his ringtone. Fucking hate that ringtone, dude. <laughs> 
Well, it's like the best one really I could find on that be, phone. Was, man. People should band together to get something new like Fat City. Well, man, I'm going to tell you that was an epic. You know, that was just an epic. It's like a two strip street. You know, two streets. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like what, like what they got like music row in Nashville with all the labels and they yeah. have bars or whatever, or whatever that is in in Nashville. But uh, in doesn't music row have like actual bars of players that just labels? I think it's maybe uh, just like no, the business. Music row is just well. Like, I mean, there there are one or two bars. There's a really cool one called Tin Roof. But uh, Music Row is you, you're the places you're thinking about is out in, on Broadway. Bro- that's exactly what I'm but, talking I mean, about. It's only right, like two minutes down the street. You know, but, gotcha. Yeah, but Music Row is just this. It's just labels from what I well, there's a few other businesses, but it's not. It's mostly not bars. Well, that's what I, that's what I meant. I meant more of like you know, just a strip of you know of places to play. And I mean, yeah, Fat City was like, you know, it was just the place to go, man. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't yeah. have to go downtown. You know, if you were a Metairie person, it was just right there. And you know, all the great bands in the city would play. That's where they came. Know? They came up from pretty much. Exactly. exactly. I mean, you know. You can go see, you know, I Hate God and Goat Whore and Crowbar and all these dudes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Now you can't really now. Now they don't really play around here anymore. Now it's kind of like you have to go to the big uh, city, big yeah. venues to right, see exactly, them now. So. Exactly. And I mean, uh, they they did their due, but I mean, still back then they would still go to the smaller venues to to support out here. See, back you know, home we had um, we had an area. We still have an area. It's, it's thriving, which is surprising because so many of these places are closing down like that. Uh, up in Pittsburgh, we have what they, we call the Strip District, and it's uh, it's just restaurants and bars and restaurants and bars. But you could go in. I mean, I'm trying to remember when. Uh, I mean, it, it, it could be any any night of the week, and you walk in, and there's like, holy shit, look who look who's on stage. You know, it's just all these bands. You're like, wow, what the fuck are they doing here? You know, I. I I went up on a Saturday, didn't know what was going on, walked in, paid my $5 cover, saw Wasp play. I was oh, like, wow. fucking A, it's Wasp. <laughs> $5 to see Wasp. Well, that's yeah, kind of like, I mean, it like... was just boom. It was like, what in the world? I mean, but they just come in and play because, it, you know, they'd be coming through Pittsburgh or playing somewhere else in Pittsburgh. And all these bands, I mean, it was, Pittsburgh was a, ma- is, you know, it's a major airline hub. I mean, that's a huge, huge airport. So right, all right. these, all these acts would come into town and be like, well, I got to, you know, layover, or I'm going to stay here the night, and I'll pick up you know my second flight tomorrow. And they just come into town and go to the strip district and eat and play. It was awesome. Well, Loved that's that, that sounds exactly what Fat City was pretty yeah. much like, man. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yep. I mean, I remember seeing all kind of bands, especially when Zeppelin's was open. Man, we saw I I've saw Nile and 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 uh, Morbid Angel and all these like bands that are selling out these big huge places, you know and they would come through town and just play there because they knew all the dudes out here. Right. right and it was really cool. Right, right. But hopefully one day it'll start up again. But it's going to have to because you know. I mean it's if, if everybody we talk to from you know when we have guests on or we just talking to random people, we, it's just like these these towns are just losing their music scenes. Yeah. And it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Some towns now, like which I'm really happy with Savannah. Are now taking a huge turn. We've got so much more interest now. The music scene's coming back. You know, we've got all these bars opening. We've got all these clubs opening, which is which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it, it it's just it's been a plague across the United States that all these these places that you know we've all been familiar with, you know, and or you know heard of or that were popular in those areas are just closing up shop. Yep, everything's yeah, fading. Sure. You know, uh, we need to get we need to get Nick out there, man, out in Savannah for sure. 
Oh my God, you do awesome here. Yeah, that'd be great, man. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, we'll, I'll have we'll, to get with y'all after the show. Yeah, we'll we'll hook something up, man, and get you out there. Cool, cool. for that'd sure. Be awesome. But um, yeah. Oh, I think it's about that time, gentlemen, because because I can't breathe. You can't breathe, <laughs> and it's almost time to get shit together for the show and all that other stuff. So we'll be putting this out Sunday, right, Wayne? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll be posting this link on my Facebook page and whatnot. Playing out in Houston, February seventh, the BFE Rock Club with Hindsight. You know, I'm on YouTube, uh, all, all the social networks that are that are popular out there, Twitter, Facebook, just type in Nick Ray and I'll, I'll pop up or Google me or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And that's uh, that's pretty much it. Cool, man. Well, look, dude, and appreciate don't forget you to go to Last.fm and type your name that's in. That's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, that. I need you to gotta do, do that. that, man. Yeah, I will. That. I will. Yeah, and don't say. Or a piece of meat. Point, yeah, ladies, I'm not a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyway, man, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, you got to come on again, dude. We'll do this again. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, Wayne. No, no problem. Well, thanks, I was your host, Wayne. I'm Buck. I'm Rum. Nick Ray. And remember, boys and girls, to keep it metal.